guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. This week is our own Shark Week. It is Shark Week foreplay. We are getting everybody warmed up for Shark Week to start just as we're winding down this episode. Um, it's also, you're, you're forgetting to say it is sharky one week (laughs) or it's sharky Tuesday. Sharky Tuesday. Tuesday. Sure. I do like sharky one week. Sharky I kind of like Sharky one week. Look, I like Sharky one week too. Okay, I've been trying to make Sharky one week happen, even though it's objectively a very bad hashtag. But I but like it because it it's quirky, and it harkens back to Sharky two, sh- sh- Sharky two weeks, Shark two weeks last year, <laughs> and I tried to really pitch another two weeks, and I unfortunately did not get my idea accepted. Um, so I think the sharky one week, it brings the spirit of it. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I'll accept that, but I also am pushing sharky one week. So <laughs> I think it's going to have to be sharky one week. Cause there's only one week of shark movies. And that one week of shark movies is the shark movie. Like yeah. what, when you think of a it's shark, one. Movie, which one do you think of jaws? I think of Sharknado, actually. But... I'm also going to make a Sharknado joke. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we couldn't yeah, have yeah. had we couldn't have had the cinematic masterpiece Sharknado if Jaws hadn't paved the way in sure. 1975. And we couldn't have had Jaws if 47 Meters Down and 47 Meters Down Uncaged hadn't paved the way on this podcast. So... <laughs> Okay. I will stand by my love of 47 meters down uncaged. It's so okay. good. <laughs> it, it, it does slap. It does slap. It's Look, like what do you want from us? It is bad in a good way. So that's why we love it. <laughs> okay. But if you haven't seen the quintessential shark movie, if all you've ever seen were maybe all of the shark sci-fi movies that also slap, maybe you've only seen make a shark versus giant octopus. Oh yes. Or there's ghost shark. Uh, oh, Jaws it. is my personal favorite holiday movie that we will do at some point. At some point. And then Oh, there's all the other, like, there's the one with Blake Lively in the shark. I didn't like that one that much. I don't even know. Oh, like Shallows. Bored, the Shallows yeah. or something. But, like, mm. this is the bad boy. This is just the OG 1975. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's that bitch. She's that bitch. <laughs> She's that bitch. Okay, so if you haven't seen Jaws, I mean, come on, Universal Studios uh, in Orlando had its own ride for like a really long time about it. So you got to know about it. Um, 
IMDb says, when a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community off Long Island, it's up to a local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. That's Which a great I, description. I think that's a really good description. It doesn't, I mean, it kind of it's gives a too much stuff away, but. Yeah, but like, what did you think it was like, going to be? You know movie. what I mean? It's yeah. not like Black Phone last week where it gave away everything. You know what I mean? It told you exactly what was going to happen at every step of the movie for the most part. This one is like, we told you, but could you have expected anything different? Where did you think it was going to go? I will it's say the movie, the poster of this movie does give everything away. Unfortunately, though. Oh, yeah. Because oh, no. The John's shark's going to eat that girl. Oh, no. The shark's <laughs> going to eat that girl. <laughs> oh, shit. That That's the whole plot of the movie. The main plot point. Oh, no. Like, oh, this is in the first God. five this is minutes the of the movie. cold open. The opening of this movie is so good. But before we get to that, Sydney, why are we doing Jaws? Besides okay. of besides Sharky one week. Besides <laughs> good shark foreplay. Uh, and this movie being that bitch, as Chelsea was saying. Um, one of my ex-boyfriends who I haven't, one of my high school ex-boyfriends. And where is he in the ranking? Oh, he's my second least favorite ex-boyfriend. So it could be worse, but not not great. Not great. Could be worse. Not great. Um, he was like, Hey, when are you going to cover Joss on your podcast? And I was like, and right now, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Hello. We did indulge him. We did have a little surprise conference call with him approximately five minutes ago. So he's really involved in this episode. Me either. He just like randomly called, I think. When you speak of the devil, they will come calling. (laughs) Why are we indulging him? Oh my gosh. Well, I hope he's funny and we're friends now, I guess. He should appreciate. He should know how much we are doing for him and be very grateful. Maybe some flowers to us, all three. Ben, you have to send flowers to all three of us. Uh, Ben, if you're listening. Yeah, Ben, if you are listening, send us flowers. If you are- Ben better fucking be listening. I would like a floral wreath maybe for my door. And if he could put some little plastic sharks in there. I want to if we did Jaws for your ex-boyfriend and your ex-boyfriend didn't listen to the episode, I would find where he lives and throw hands. Yeah, if he doesn't <laughs> listen and then leave us a Jaws theme haiku. Haiku, haiku review, a Jaws theme haiku review from Sydney's ex-boyfriend. Ben. Ben. The gauntlet's been thrown down. Come on, let's go. Enough about him though. Here, let me bring, well, okay. One thing I just want to say really quickly. Oh, if my ex-boyfriend is listening. Shut if up. If you request a movie, I'm not going <laughs> to get up. this. You're not going to get this. You're not. So just so you know, sorry. You must anyway. be the number one least favorite ex-boyfriend. Because my number one least favorite ex-boyfriend isn't going to get his request. But the second one, sure, why not? We'll throw yeah, a bonus sorry. one. This we'll is throw a, one-time a fin deal. his way. I can't. We'll show we'll a, shark, throw a, leg. a shark tooth his way. Oh, a leg. That's a good one. I I want to start out this episode th- talking about the first scene 
um, with something that my current boyfriend said that was so dumb that <laughs> I, I almost made him my ex-boyfriend. Least favorite <laughs> now. The, New like, least favorite current boyfriend, Adam. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. I love you, Adam. I'm sorry. That was so mean. He's not um, listening. It's okay. His least favorite by default. And also yeah. most favorite by default. Yeah. But he occupies both space, of man. man. Yeah! yeah. Love you, girl. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, I'm like, I watched this movie last night, like late. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go watch Jaws. He didn't want to watch it, move, watch it with me. And he was like, oh shit. Like, keep your eye out on the opening scene. You get to see Salma Hayek naked. And I was like, what? What? I was like, Adam. (laughs) What? I was like, who? He was like, Salma Hayek. She's in the beginning of that movie and she's naked. And the, I was the like, white lady at the beginning of the movie. I was, like, Adam, I was like, Adam, do you know when Joss came out? He was like, I don't know. I, he's like, I don't know if Samuel Hayek said it. I was like, Adam, it was at the latest in the 80s. I can't remember right now. At the latest in the 80s, Salma Hayek w- was b- like a child then. And so I looked it up. 1975 is when this movie came out. She was born nine years prior. So she would have been nine years old in 1975. Adam's trying to tell me she's like, <laughs> that she's the naked woman at the beginning. I was like, she's like Baby. Bush like, out at nine years old in this movie. Adam. I was like, just, this movie would not be allowed to be distributed if that was the case, honey. So no. So we're, re- we're still trying to figure out what movie he was talking about, but it certainly wasn't. John. Do you think somebody just like played a prank on him at one point and did a fun little <laughs> lie and he believed it? Should we start lying to Adam about all kinds of fun Salma Hayek facts? I mean, we I should mean, obviously lie to Adam because we should just do that for fun anyways. J for L, just I, for just for laughs. I want to look gigs. up like which horror movies she's in and, and maybe we can figure it out. But like, is it um, from Dusk Till Dawn? Dusk Till Dawn is what one? I was thinking. She she's plays the a faculty, as you know. And Snake's are oh yeah he was thinking of the blooded. the classic film she's in called the hunchback oh, oh no you're thinking oh, of the classic House of gucci <laughs> why are these coming up as horror movies by the way oh yes the hitman's wife's bodyguard that's the movie that he's thinking of no he's definitely thinking of from dusk till dawn which does not have sharks yeah it's no sharks about that I vampires <laughs> but Selma Hayek was in Savages with Blake Lively, who was then in a shark movie. So that must be what he was thinking of. That must be it. (laughs) Thank you for making him seem a a little less insane. We should do that at some point for thruple purposes. I love that movie. We love an OT3. Either way. I think men should not have two girlfriends, but I think women should only have two boyfriends. I think that's the case in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important representation. Exactly. I I can't help but agree with that. Um, Sorry. That said, we could talk about the movie now after we're done roasting all of our boyfriends. Um, But there is there is nudity in the first scene of this movie. It is a great opening, but it's not Selma Hayek. It is actually... A stunt woman that Steven Spielberg hired for this role. She was not an actress. She was a stunt woman. And so she could take all the hits um, that 
she sustained immediately in this film and she fucking bodied it honestly it was really good opening i was fucking scared this opening was so good one how creepy was it that the drunk guy was just like staring at first like before anybody gets into the ocean we just like see this guy just like and Our then you hand to a girl and you're like, oh, gross. Oh, why is she like sitting next to the trash can by herself? Also, just saying <laughs> like everybody's in a circle chilling and she's like five feet away from everyone else sitting next to the trash can having a staring contact contest with Blondie boy. And she's playing hard to get. She said, I'm going to do that little glance away when he looks over. He has to get on his knees in front of me. He has to come over to the trash if he wants to talk to me. And then he has to get naked and then go in the ocean. I think those are all reasonable requests of a man. Chrissy is just elusive. And that man does not deserve her because she's tons of fun. Okay. She's like, we're going on a drunken like daybreak because the sun is coming up romp right now. And we're going to run really fast and we're going to go swimming. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Although the running really fast part. Yeah. Did they not know at the time that like you never go swimming like at night or like in the early morning? Oh, no, not even drunk. Just like normally like that's when sharks feed is like at night, like at like night when the sun goes down and like when they come up are like big like feeding times. And I don't know if that's true, but that's just what we were always told. (laughs) So maybe that's just. He says that. He no, 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 no. The biologist says that in the movie. He says we have to go out at night. That's their feeding time. Right. Okay. Not oh. directly that, but he says it was somebody was paying attention. Not for all of it, but for that part. <laughs> <laughs> but I love. I know. I know. I immediately texted y'all. I was like, "Oh my god, great bush." We needed. I missed so the bush. More. I, I also didn't twice. notice it. Yeah, you texted that. I watched it the next day and I was like, I'm not really peeping much other than silhouette. But then IMDb trivia, first of all, IMDb trivia is so fucking long for this movie. Everybody's got something to say, including they didn't mention that that lady was a stunt double though, but they did mention that she had posed nude in Playboy in 1973 and that she sent that picture to Steven Spielberg to be like, see? And I don't know what that is implying or if that is correct, although maybe they knew that it was- She was going to be pushed out. Yeah, so she was like, here's my bush. I don't know. She posed naked again after that, like two years later to be like, naked lady from Jaws, naked again. So good for her. No complaints with her performance. Incredible performance. Very sad opening. Very, very horrifying. I like, because one of the big things about this movie that like, there's so, this this movie's so ubiquitous. Like people know the facts, you know? So we're going to talk about mm-hmm. some of the facts, but we're mostly going to say bullshit, you know? It's, it's Spooky Tuesday. Well, Yeah, you uh, guys know what you're getting into. You guys know. Take it with a but grain they, of salt, but also everything we say is objectively true. But like this, this is one of those classic like Hollywood fuck up movies where like all they did was pour hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars into these animatronic sharks for this movie. Three of them. They're each like a hundred thousand dollars plus every single one of them, all three. And they tested them all in, in uh, like 
tub of normal water. Yeah, like the tank at Universal Studios, yeah. basically. And then they took them out into the fucking ocean and the salt. You heard about salt in the ocean? You know about I've that heard. thing where there's salt in the ocean? Yeah, there's not well, salt it's not in good the ocean. for machinery. <laughs> That's why everything rushes when you're by the beach. And so Shocking. Bruce, Bruce the shark, that's what they called him, Bruce, just fucking. <laughs> He, he just walked left and right. He yeah. walked left, left and right. He sunk to the bottom of the thing a bunch of times. Apparently, his jaw malfunctioned one time and almost ate George Lucas. That was at Universal, but still. Um, that's because they were fucking around and then they found out. They were, so. and then they found out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally that's right. like a hand but, problem, like, not a shark problem. That one's on them. <laughs> but they they were supposed to be using these sharks all the fucking time. The whole movie long but they couldn't because they sucked super bad and they looked like shit and so they had to get creative <laughs> they look pretty shitty like at the end they do a good job with it but it looked like if you look at the prop you're like oh my god if I had seen that a few too many times this would have lost all the spooky allure I think seeing the monster less is always the best oh it's yeah. a rhyme I mean it's a rhyme yeah. so it's true <laughs> but here like again you don't see the shark until like hour and 20 minutes into the movie <laughs> just yes. sexy little glimpses before that that's its own shark foreplay uh-huh this whole movie both for shark week upcoming and for shark within the film itself wow it's a lot but yeah, of shark I mean, foreplay i think I, that one big shark scary moment you don't really notice the shark so much but then when the shark launches itself onto the boat you're like yeah that is not real <laughs> That is a puppet, essentially. Yeah, I mean, like, I like that it did that. And I'm not mad that I saw its little shark face Mm -hmm. and its little shark dead eyes. And by little, I mean, real big, really big, huge, very giant. Um, But I loved all the parts where you didn't see it. Like, they did a really good job of making do. Like, I love that you never see the shark in this opening scene. You just see her being, like, flipped all the fuck around, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And, and it's, it's so terrifying. I, the one thing that I thought was really funny though, is like her first reaction when she first gets like pulled down, she's mostly like, Oh, but like, don't, didn't it have to be biting her? It was probably <laughs> to pull her down. It might have, well, that first bump where she was like, what? Maybe it just like nudged into her or something. Cause like shark as she goes like, yeah, it's a yank, the water. and then it's a it's yank a after that. Uh, so yeah. maybe got her hair. Who knows? I mean, sharks notoriously <laughs> do like to do little test nibbles. Oh, that's true. I actually um, maybe she thought I reached she out the rock. <laughs> Probably just like didn't register. You know, when you hurt yourself sometimes, and it's not until you like see the wounds that you go owie ow ow. Um. So it's probably was... a preemptive hour. So I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I say ow and it hasn't even hurt. So sure, sure, <laughs> anyway. sure. But that's when like, you know, what's going on usually, you know what I yeah. mean? I think sometimes you're so, I would imagine you're really not expecting to get eaten by a shark when you're doing a little naked drunk swim with a man you're trying to seduce. Um, I think probably it just like, didn't register until after the yank and then it was like (gasps) yeah totally but yeah I mean it's just that opening scene is so terrifying and I think that they introduced the the horror in this movie really well my one qualm with the movie is though okay I have several but well okay one of them is that's too long um 
it's too long. It's it's two hours. It's two hours long. Oh, the movie in general. I thought you meant just the opening scene, and I said the opening scene is flawless. No, I'm talking about the whole movie. It is long. It's too long. It's a horror movie for the first hour, and then it's an adventure movie for 45 minutes, and then it's a horror movie again at the end. And I was like, could have part. We could have lost part of the buddy comedy. With no, all the, I like, love the buddy comedy. They're gay for each other. I, I know like, they're all gay for each other. I like that part because that part's still spooky. But I when like, they're like in the ocean, like do do do. They do have that hero triumphant music at that one point. I'm so sorry, Sydney. You ju- you really keep trying to speak. Your turn. <laughs> I just was trying to say <laughs> that um, a lot of their whole like buddy Fisher cop stuff. I like I watched this movie three times and I was just like not paying attention at all. And then I was like, oh, there's action again. Okay. So I think we could have lost some of them at sea. Yeah. Yeah. A few minutes of that. <laughs> That's the thing. Is this movie? Well, apparently the book that this was based on had like one bajillion subplots going on, um, including one that will make the the dumb bitch of it all um you'll be a little more sympathetic to him and why he was behaving that way other than didn't make the screen so it doesn't count um but there was like a lot going on generally speaking and like hooper the oceanographer guy was gonna be like banging the cop's wife and there was like all this stuff and then they just like cut it to streamline basically because there was so much going on and then um when they ended up having to cut, you know, 50% of the shark stuff, it ended up being these more like quiet human moments, which I think was good because you invested in the characters and considering there's only like really three for such a huge chunk of the movie, you do want to care about them. Um, That said, yeah, when you have that hero triumphant music moment it's kind of like why is this here at this moment like what why are we celebrating are we excited are we having fun like it just felt a little not the vibe yeah no it went on too long but that said it's still a great movie I was so enamored with the first hour like I think the way they introduced like the cop fall finding out what's his name oh uh Brody Martin Michael Brody something Brody Brody is his name and then Quint and then Hooper yeah um so Quint's the seaman and Hooper (laughs) is the (laughs) marine biologist I I love seaman but when Brody like fine like goes out to talk to that dude bro um who's with Chrissy at the beginning and they discover the body like oh fuck that shit is so spooky like you just see her arm and all the crabs like all around her oh disgusting you know what's fucked up about that (laughs) unless Sydney's gonna say it and then Sydney can say it the fun fact yeah yeah um they tried to use like a prosthetic hand or something but it never it didn't look right and so they had just like a person like lay there and they buried her in the sand to like be a dead body. <laughs> Spielberg's like that fake hand looks terrible. You PA. 
bury yourself in the sand. <laughs> What's fun is that also wasn't my fun fact. <laughs> my oh. fun fact was apparently they poured hot coffee. It's not fun, actually. I take it back. They poured hot coffee on those crabs to get them to skitter about, apparently. That crab. feels mean to the crabs, but maybe they were okay. Probably not enough mm. to boil them alive, you know? I don't like Probably, that. Probably, I assume. I heard that part too, but I, I did all of my research by watching YouTube videos this mm. time around and I misheard it and I thought they just poured coffee on the PA and I was like, <laughs> why? They're supposed to be dead. I don't get it. Anyway, thank you for clarifying. She <laughs> was listening comprehension. got tired and thirsty <laughs> there under the sand. They put a little straw and just <laughs> dripped it right yeah. in. Probably. I assume. I just, anyway, the beginning of this movie, I mean, we're still talking about the beginning of this movie, but the whole first hour is the beginning of this movie. Um, and like, I get it. Brody's not from Amityville or whatever. Amityville, Amityville horror. Amity I Island. kept doing that too. And then I was like, where, what's the connection? Amity. I thought they were joking at first. And then I was like, oh wait, never mind. I always forgot. He's not from the Island. So he, they all think he's a hypochondriac. Also, they never really explain why he's so scared of water. And there's so many allusions to it throughout. And I just like, I want to know, but like, I guess I'll have to read the book. Um, but like book? he was, yeah, yeah. Wow. He, Were you listening when I said that earlier? No, <laughs> of course not. Also, she's she sending me a tweet for a second. Yeah, I was sending you a minions tweet. What else would I be doing? <laughs> oh my God. Also, um, the, the author of the book is in the movie. He's that mm-hmm. he's the newscaster on the beach who's like, there's a shark attack. What will happen now? Something like that. I see oh, something I else that. from that. Yeah, that's him. Um, but anyway, I think that one gruesome shark attack is enough to close the beach. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think that he's overreacting. Um, and I think that the mayor should be shot or should be fed or cut cut into pieces and fed as chum to the next shark that comes to town yeah the city council was not the vibe yeah it was giving it was giving reopen the world um from quarantine to help the economy that's what it was giving (laughs) there is one other movie that we did recently where it was like very specifically um sacrifice everybody for the economy but I don't recall which one it was but that is such a common theme unfortunately you know oh yeah it happens all the time real life I just read and the band plays on which is like an incredible book about the first like six years of the AIDS crisis and like that's the name of the game honey it was like oh don't close the bathhouses we have to make money let everyone die who cares so it was I just finished that book this hit too close to home oh man (laughs) this is what I was referencing though a second ago when I was talking about the book um is apparently one of the subplots in the book is that the mafia doesn't want the mafia is like controlling Amity and like the mayor basically so the mafia is like forces the mayor to not close the beaches because the mafia wants to make money and mafia famously okay with people dying you know what I mean um so they were unmoved um unimpressed in the book and then that that subplot just didn't make the the adaptation the final cut because can you imagine if they were just like anyway now to the mob um I don't think it would quite it would have been three hours long then it wouldn't have been a blockbuster (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a little bit of the godfather meets jaws and they do a little love child i think that could be fun maybe that's jaws I know. it's also very jurassic park you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, i like it better mm-hmm. where it's uh non-complicated and i can just un and that guy just hate sucks. Someone. And I think I he does. I hate him and think he's a dumb fuck. And that's how I feel yeah. <laughs> about him. You're allowed. I mean, he has that whole speech later on after the additional attacks where he's like, don't you think I feel bad? My kids were at the beach too. And it's like, okay, well, take 10 minutes to feel bad and then close the beaches because like you have to close the beaches now. Can we all acknowledge? Like, how did he... Like after the girl dying, sure, okay, maybe you're you're like I don't believe it. It's a shark. I believe that a boat became alive and cut her up itself. Like I don't know, whatever you want to believe. He was saying something about a barracuda, ridiculous, but sure. Um, <laughs> but after you see that child get literally like ripped limb from limb and explode like from this shark, you're still gonna let everybody go out for Fourth of July? My God. I hate him. Not only was he letting everybody go in the water, he was like, get your little asses in the water. Like he was going around to that. That, that was the he second, was like, that was after that was after the kid dies. Yeah. Too. He was he's just so terrible. And and that I just want to say that scene where the where the first little boy dies is um so perfectly anxiety producing. It's just so well done with Brody on the beach and he's watching every single little thing that goes on trying to like make sure that no one gets hurt and then like he can't it still happens oh and like all the sounds and everything oh the one thing that I hate is like right before you see a guy like throwing a stick into the water with his dog and he like it I've never noticed it before but he's like calling for the dog and the dog isn't like there so the it's like dog, it's, yeah. dog got, got right the dog died first another dog killed r.i.p to that unnecessarily dog. oh god it's just awful um also okay i got really confused because i know i'm skipping around okay wait oh. okay i won't say it what? what skipping around no shocking um <laughs> i was tr- looking at my notes because i couldn't i was like what do you mean that that part that i mentioned came way later and i couldn't remember what was in the middle then it's because they find that other shark and then they're like yay we did it you know that shark is clearly a grandma and has one tooth to its name like <laughs> please that shark did not eat two people and that was like that a shark real could not shark eat too. anything that oh. shark was a real shark that was floating from florida allegedly and decomposing allegedly and was hung upside down and had all of its organs detach inside and like stop up right behind its throat and it smelled rank on set allegedly allegedly that's fucking disgusting <laughs> yeah sure is sure is babe Oh, you hate to hear it. You really hate to hear it. Um, and okay, I also just got so mad because Brody gets fucking slapped in the face by that mom as someone needs to be slapped in the face, of course. But, but it's, it's just like, so, turn around, take that hand and just like shove it down the mayor's throat or something like gag stab him. I don't know if that's a thing, but we're calling it that now. What I'm picturing is you put your hand into a point and then you shove it down someone's throat. So you're like stabbing them with your hand. So they gag and you're punching them at the same time. That's what he deserves. 
It's a new type of self-defense. I'm going to try that. it out. We're not, I'm not going to assault anyone. I promise. But if, if I was somebody, going to, yeah. it would be the mayor in this movie. Mm-hmm. If somebody let your child eat, get eaten by a shark, you could gag, gag stab them. What did you gag just call stab? It? Yes. Yes. Gag yes. stab. Excuse me. I wanted to Trademark. use the right terminology. Thank you. you know, Thank you. So I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm just getting this move off the ground. And so name uh-huh. recognition is really important. The support. Um, Trademark. Gag stab. Trademark. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> It's on the internet. So like everybody knows now, right? Like time. I just, the one thing, another thing about this movie that really is upsetting is that Uh the same thing that happens in the movie is what happened in real life after this movie. Like, you know, when the child has been killed and they call like a town hall meeting and everyone's like, oh fuck, I'm going to go kill the shark. Right. And everybody and their mother's like, I'm going to go kill sharks. That's what I do now. Well, apparently shark killings went up exponentially after this movie came out. And as then Sydney's ex-boyfriend said on the phone to us earlier, fear and hatred of sharks skyrocketed after this film too. People weren't really super scared of sharks before, but damn, are they now? Are they still? Um, so this still is really damaging to the shark brand. Um, And I'm surprised there wasn't some sort of lawsuit by sharks against Steven Spielberg. And they're all such good lawyers. Sharks would be a good lawyer. Also, it goes back to Finding Nemo. And I feel like the shark who is named after this movie Mm would have been a good lawyer. I just he made yeah. some compelling points. That he all was I'm saying. good at forging bonds. He was yeah. good at keeping people in line. That's what I'm saying. I think Bruce from Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, Finding Nemo. Would be a better lawyer than Bruce in Jaws. An argument. Well, we'll this do a Bruce poll. I think would be a bad lawyer, probably. We'll do a poll. <laughs> Which Bruce? Which he shark doesn't talk and be a better he lawyer? He also blows up. So there's that. That's mm-hmm. a really good point, too. That makes him at a disadvantage for sure it's hard to defend yourself in court when you've been blowed up you know yeah I've heard that yeah I've heard that too yeah we should ask uh, our <laughs> podcast lawyer if that's <laughs> if it's hard to be a lawyer when you've been blowed up yeah. okay I'll ask I'll ask her <laughs> lord help us <laughs> I just this movie gets so much better once Hooper comes on the scene, though, because our and he's a cutie. He is. I'm okay. He's this a cutie. Is that I was thinking I, about. I love his outfit, and I'm very attractive to his aesthetic. Attractive, I, not attractive. Well, you are also. Very I'm sure attractive. he. Yeah, I'm sure he finds you very attractive. Who wouldn't? Pop but here's here's the thing. When I was watching the latter half of this movie that is just Brody Quinton and Hooper having a little fun time on the sea. I was like, I was like, these are three distinct types of men that I am very (laughs) interested in all of them. And I was like, what's happening here? I was like, Hooper, the weird hipster Quint, the older dirty guy (laughs) who has a boat the grizzled experienced knows what he's doing self-sufficient sailor specifically a sailor i am very into semen (laughs) captains of ships i am very interested in that and then Brody's like normcore, but you're like he's structurally he's really hot but he's also really hot hot. Mm. 
I know. Boo, but he's bad at his job, maybe. So, although I do feel if cops were um, chasing sharks, well, shark cop. Actually, that could be bad PR because sharks are usually just minding their business. They so are don't just minding their business. I don't want sharks, sharks don't to be do this shit. Yeah, I actually um, I reached out to our podcast shark biologist um who made contact with us after we did um shark two weeks sharky tuesday last year her name is caroline um and i did ask her about some shark behaviors yeah i had to immediately emergency message her and say important last minute shark question do sharks ever really ram things like the shark does in jaws and caroline said they not as intense as jaws they can only explore their environment with their noses and their mouths. So they do definitely do nudges and bumps into things because like that's just where they're feeling things. Um, and that's also the furthest forward point of their body if you've seen sharks before. Um, and, you know, their they're fins, it doesn't move forward all the way to the front. They're tiny. Um, and so that's, that's like- They what, don't have arms. They don't have arms. It's not their fault. Um, what are they gonna so do? They're gonna hit their face on it. Mm-hmm. They explore things with their nose and then their mouth after that. Um, a lot of the time, but they don't. They don't have like. Um, they're not vindictive like this shark is. This <laughs> they're not so single-minded. Mad. Yeah, she said. Um, if they bump into a boat more than once, then there's something wrong with him. Um, so you know. There is there fact, was something, something wrong with this devil shark in this movie. With him, he was possessed by Satan. He was it's a black Philip of the sea. <gasps> black Philip, black Bruce. He had mad shark disease instead of mad cow <gasps> disease. Oh my god! Maybe he ate a cow. There's that whole discussion Maybe where they're like, sharks eat everything. This shark ate just a license plate because it has one tooth. It can't eat other things. That license plate just floated in. Just had its mouth. It only has what? Where do you see this? That it only has one tooth. Is that something that we saw in the film? I looked in its mouth, and I only saw one tooth in there. (laughs) Maybe they had, you know, like receded in with his decomposition. I know. I'll see. I'll re-examine for social. And if it's worth sharing, I'll share. And if it's not worth sharing, you'll have to look it up for yourself. Okay, so uh, the shark you see is like it hangs up like on the docks, and uh-huh. there there used to be a ride at Universal Hollywood, uh, not Universal. It was Universal Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida. Uh- <laughs> I know, confusing, confusing name. I know, because um, uh, there was Islands of Adventure and then Hollywood Studios, but they were like both Universal. And okay. there was a Jaws ride up until 2012. They got rid of it to like expand Harry Potter, which Haters? is like very upsetting. Yeah. Um, fuck that. It's like when they got rid of E.T. at my Universal Studios in Hollywood, California. I know. Horrifying. And like, I know their Harry Potter is better than our Harry Potter because there's more, but our Harry Potter is essentially one big gift store. So like, I really <laughs> don't believe that theirs could be that good. Probably not <laughs> worth getting rid of the Jaws ride. Um, but so I... We used to go, that's where we went vacations every year, like all this stuff. And so I was tall enough to ride the Jaws ride finally. And so I'm maybe eight, nine, 10. 
And I hadn't seen the movie yet. And my parents were like, okay, we're going to do the Jaws ride because I, you know, liked all this stuff. But they had you, a rule. You're a spooky gal. Yeah. They were like, she's going to love it. She's they, seen Halloween. They had a rule <laughs> where, and but here's the thing. I've always been like, not a fan of the ocean. Like, you know how I feel about wood? You're lake like, girly. That's how I feel about oceans. Like there's too many things in there that could eat me and I don't like it. When it uh, comes to bodies of water, you prefer lakes. We yeah. all know this lakes there pools you know still could have critters in there but less likely a gator Mm. is fine yeah yeah different wait until we go in the swamp oh my god i've never seen lake Placid. oh it's incredible that's the documentary fake documentary or is it no it has betty white in it oh it's about gators yeah and so cool uh they won't let you sit on a lap so you have to like sit in your own seat and the tour guide who was like running the ride, like put me in this seat and it was the seat that the, the animatronic shark popped up at like every single time. And Sabotaged when I you. tell you, I had a meltdown. I mean, it like was a setup. it was a setup. Like everybody was like dying, laughing at me, <gasps> like not with me, like at me. I was- I- you pointing laughing mocking and like the the little tour guide was like egging everything on like i'm oh my my parents are taking pictures somewhere and you can see my tonsils i'm screaming so bad i'm like blood red i'm like "Ah!" i mean like i am melting down that is so fucking cruel. How Illegal. dare. Illegal. <laughs> yeah, that is grounds for a gag stab. Gag stab. For sure, gag stab. Gag stab. Next time you're in that exact situation, you know what to do. I know what to do. <laughs> I am prepared with the Next time you travel back in time pre-2012, yeah. I it eventually you- wrote it as an adult and had a great time. So oh. <laughs> I'm glad you put that, yeah. that specter to rest. Yeah, I mean, the the studio tour at the Hollywood one in Hollywood, to clarify, um, also has a shark attraction and also was terrifying to me as a child. And then I oh, that came around to it. Yeah. Me up very but it was the subway part that really scared me. Do you know what the subway, the, with the flames and they're like, oh, earthquake and, the, and then, yeah, and then the water I think all I've been there at some point. I think I've been on the studio tour at Universal Universal more than any other ride in any other park in my entire life. Like I used to go there all the time because it used to be hella cheap. Used to be like $30. Yeah. (laughs) It used to be stupid cheap and you could get a year pass if you brought a Coke can with you. A Coke can and a penny. Yeah. A Coke can and a dream. (laughs) Those were the days. Um okay, before we get into the hour-long segment of the movie where it's just three guys and they're on a boat and they're having a good time and they're actually pretty time. close together but it's not gay no it's gay no it's, it's super fully gay. gay it's fully they gay just get intertwined i know i know but before we get there i just want to say that i well two things i was very scared by the dock scene it was very <gasps> yeah. scary yeah that was very spooky See another great use of not not having the shark 
and they use a dock <laughs> instead of a shark. Very terrifying. Great job. That's one of my favorite things that they do is when they have something attached to the shark that's being dragged around by the shark. So you have a sense of where it is, but not really like what its vibe is. You know what I mean? You don't know like, what mood it it's in. Name? Yeah. Like, is, is it in a silly goofy mood? Does he like me? Does he think I'm cute? The like, other scary. Oh, you go. I think the shark is just flirting with everybody this whole movie and is wildly misunderstood. It's, it's just not a shark. It saw that naked lady. It saw naked Chrissy in the ocean and it was like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Let me talk to her. But all, all I can, I, the only way I can interact with the world is through what with my nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. All Chrissy's that die too soon in horror projects are wonderful and Chrissy, lovely. Wake up. No, oh that's what I'm saying, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, baby. I have fully um fallen into a stranger things fixation, unfortunately. Good. Or fortunately, Good. maybe. It's that's fine. Good. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. I like hearing anyway. about it. That's why I just uh, had to insert my little agenda real quick. I like Chrissy and I think she's great in both. The other, the other thing that was really scary that I don't think that was handled well in this Mm -hmm. movie. And I Mm -hmm. think, I guess I get why now after one of my little videos I watched with Dax about Jaws, um, the part that scares me the most of this whole movie is when Hooper goes down in the water to look at that boat that is in the middle of the ocean when they're there in the middle of the night and he looks at the hole and found finds he looks at the hole and finds a tooth this is a weird thing to hear out of context um and then the dead head comes out yeah it's a big ass tooth but then the big the dead head comes out and it's fucking terrifying because that that uh fisherman has been killed but then i was yeah, but then I was super confused because for the rest of the movie, they like didn't talk about that that guy died. Like when they're talking about like how many people died, they didn't get back and they were like, shit, that guy's dead. Let me tell everyone that that guy is dead. And there's also another person who's dead. No, they were like, the child is dead. Chrissy is dead. They're like focusing on those deaths, but they don't talk about boat guy being dead. I was like, boat guy's dead. He scared the shit out of you. Or the guy added- in the pond, really. Kind of gloss yeah. over the guy in the pond. They gloss right next over to pond guy oh, too. Yeah. And Which I don't know why they do that, but the dead head guy, that was a late addition to the movie because Steven Spielberg was like, it's scary, but it could use one more. And so they like filmed that part like in a pool and put milk in the water and then something, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, IMDb trivia had so much to say and so many different little trivias on that scene. One said that in the test viewing screenings he loved the scare when the shark comes out when Brody's chumming the waters he loved the reaction to that so much that he's like let's do another for fun and he added that scene in and then another said that scene existed but not as shocking scary and so they like revamped it and redid it so you could have a shock moment and then apparently that was the shock moment everybody was scared and really excited and that's the one I've always like famously heard about um, but then people were much more subdued response to the scare later on with the chum in the water because they now they're on guard. So Steven oh, yeah. Spielberg was like, I guess you only get one scare, which is true. I mean, when I watched The Conjuring, you know, you get that scary disembodied clapping hands. That was the one they got me. Um, and then <laughs> after that, I was like, OK, nothing's got to top that. So, yeah, I've had my scare. I'm done. Now. <laughs> I reached my scare quota. I did it. <laughs> Um, there's one point in this movie that 
had my head spinning with thoughts and questions and and confusion, a little bit of fear. And, and that is the moment when our boys all come together finally, Brody, Quint, and Hooper, and decide to go kill that motherfucker, you know? Um, and they have their little toast of whatever Quint's absolutely nasty ass juice is that he made hooch made. and and Quint says here's to swimming with bow-legged women and everyone cheered and I was like what could this possibly mean in any regard and then Adam sent me a reddit thread and I learned oh, a no. lot of things <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm not gonna like whatever they had to say well it's is part it of a very long a very old toast and apparently this is the whole toast okay here's to swimming with bow-legged women and swimming between their knees if you know any ladies that want to have babies you can send them all up to me <laughs> I don't, you know my normal go-to toast is here's to jesus and birth control but i think that this because you know it covers all of my bases you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like Jesus it will get everything that birth control doesn't well it appeases theory. like birth control for all my friends in california and jesus for all of my family members here like it appeases everybody that i'm taking shots with you know <laughs> i was just absolutely enamored with this entire thing but like i just felt so seen also by the reddit poster the guy was like noob here I was wondering if there's any reference or obvious thing I'm overthinking from Jaws. It's like this whole essay he wrote where he's like, I just can't possibly think how this would work. How would having, how, why would swimming slash sex men with bowed legs be so great? What am I missing here? And I was like, that is exactly the feeling that I had. <laughs> but I guess it's supposed to be like uh, they're. Their legs, legs are, are apart. Oh, apart. Yes, there you go. That's how it works. But I, I just thought it was very funny. I think it is a very sweet offer that if those ladies want to have babies, they know where to find him. What a That's generous great. man. Out at sea. Because he's seaman. Another thing that I really like about the actor who played Quint, Robert Shaw, is that... Um, God love him. He wanted to be drunk all the time. <laughs> and um, they would have to like have a PA to try to like keep him from like, you know, going off to the bars while they were waiting between scenes. But instead, he would just take the PA with him and get the PA plastered. <laughs> oh and so apparently, um, and we'll talk about this soon, there's a iconic speech from his character where he talks about a harrowing shark related experience, which is probably the most, one of the most fucked up stories I've ever heard. Um, I know that it's fake, but holy fuck. Or maybe it's not fake. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, he wrote that speech himself, Robert Shaw did. And when they first recorded it, he was like fucking yammied while he was recorded, while he was doing this, this speech. And he's drinking out of his little cup and there's actual whiskey in there. So he's actually drunk. Watching he's a doing method it. actor. Oh yeah, Incredible. he's so method. And so apparently like he was super disappointed with his performance the next day. He's like, Spielberg, let me do it again. And so they did it again and he felt better about it. But the final thing that you see in the movie is splices of both together. 
So if you apparently look really close, you can tell when his eyes are glassier. That's from the drunk take. And <laughs> when his eyes look a little less watery, that's the sober take. And I just really like that. <laughs> There's a little hint of realism in there. Very, it's very captain of a of a ship esque for me. I like sure. it. <laughs> On that note. Um, apparently it's like sort of real and that there was a real shipwreck and there were real sharks involved. Um, yeah, because I've heard about that before. I thought I couldn't tell if it was a real memory or a Monica yeah. memory, you know what I mean? <laughs> per IMDb trivia, um, it seems like the sharks were primarily going after the soldiers who had already died, and most of the shoulders so- soldiers died from like dehydration and drinking salt water and um attacking each other frankly when the salt water made them like hallucinate and not really be present in reality um and so it was not there were not necessarily like a lot of shark related deaths they don't think but someone involved I think maybe the author but I forget who um there yeah Peter Budgley the author his housekeeper apparently had a son who was on the USS Indianapolis. Um, and then the day after she saw Jaws, she called out of work and he was like, well, what's going on? And she was like, well, my son was on that ship and I never knew how he died until I saw your movie. Um, <gasps> so that I bet was pretty traumatizing. Holy Can you imagine? God. That's so fucked up. Oh my god. I hate it's that. actually super fucked up. Yeah. Jesus. It's actually super fucked up. I hate yeah. that. I hate that. Poor okay, gal. Let's talk, a, let's talk about uh game things on? to forget. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just before this horrifying story that Quint tells, we get some of the gayest shit I've ever seen. Um I you love it when dudes are comparing scars, you know? Mm-hmm. It's innately a great thing. But uh Hooper and Quint have got the vibes they really 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 do they are 100 percent um pulling their shirts open comparing bodies legs on top of each other talking about heartbreak that is flirtation which is so interesting because apparently those actors really were not getting along in part because of the drinking um and also in part just because of antagonism generally speaking um but it is makes for really incredible sexual tension within the film if you ask me yeah oh couldn't agree more he smacks his leg he does a little spank on it and like they're tying knots and shit like that's sexy and brody also like is jealous you can totally tell because they're like comparing all their scars and i was like like, Cooper was my boyfriend well he like pulls up his shirt and like looks at his tummy (laughs) for one second like he's gonna tell them about something but then he's like no no one thing i'm not gonna tell them about my tummy scar I'm not ready yet. <laughs> One thing that I would have liked more in this movie is more chest hair, though. Like maybe some guy on guy kissing with. Oh, yeah, I would have like, liked that would have been great. But like rubbing chest, like, like, you know, like soothing. He did rub. comment on it. 
He said, you're wearing a sweater very flirtatiously about oh, the chest hair. I know, but I want yeah. more chest hair. I, love I want like swirl. Yeah. I want fingers swirl intertwined. Right? Like, I yeah. want to like, curl the chest hair. That kind of vibe. Right? Like, I want to, like, lightly caress. Back to Stranger Things. And then kiss. We learned this season how ladies be loving a furry little chest. Ladies do be loving chest hair. Back Max Mayfield was out here saying absolutely goggles on. Auga. Auga. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why that part of the movie is so long. So you could really see them all fall in love with each other while they're out on the orca orca for what seems like three weeks. <laughs> One of my favorite. How long are they supposed to be out there? There is a moment where they're like, how many days have we been out here? And I was like, I thought one, but what's the deal here? I, I honestly like <laughs> was staring at my dog because he was being really cute and sleeping on my chest for the vast majority of the, the yes, adventure movie boat scenes. <laughs> One of my favorite IMDb trivia things was like uh-huh. the boat was named the Orca, which is named after the killer yeah. whale, which is the only known predator of the great white shark. And I was like, look at those details. Look at those. I just want to say I made that connection myself before I saw it in IMDb trivia. I did not know it was about marine biology. Okay. He said that orcas are famously mean little bitches. <laughs> Um, which is true they're really mean i can't believe because killer whales are orcas right yeah Yeah. and i remember when i was little being like killer whales such a mean name for shamu and his buddies no they do it's appropriate they're mean yeah they're mean man just why did they choose killer whales to be the one that they make do little swirls in a tiny pond how did that how did we do that? I don't know. The hubris understand. of mankind. Probably because they're the smaller of the whales. They're not a whale. Man they're needing to show his dominance. Uh, I'm good. the like ruler why they of this lions land. And shit. It's like, God look, there's so many oceanic marine animals you don't species. even know about, you stupid little bitch. For you <laughs> to think that you could possibly rule them? How dare you? Be think humble. Again. oh man i guess should we talk about like the exciting conclusion of the film now no no no. i want to talk about sorry to rewind i want to talk about the pond scene because i thought it was so weird that michael the son was just randomly in shock after that other than obviously scary um and i did think it was interesting that there were two different versions that I saw in IMDb trivia. One was that the guy who did get eaten in the pond um, had like pushed Michael out of the way to safety and put himself in the shark's path, which would explain why Michael had such a big, strong, averse reaction. And another was that that was his like sailing instructor who like tried to drag him down into the depths with him at first. So those are two opposites. And I don't know which one is true or was intended, but either way, the footage was too scary and it got cut. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. But I think it would have been fun. I thought he just looked into the shark's eye and the shark looked back and it just like, you know, he saw body and soul. Exactly. That was the eyes went, you know how there's that whole speech where it's like the eyes are black and then they bite and they go white. He saw the eyes go white and then he went white with fright and then he had to go to the hospital. That's it. It rhymes. That sounds right to me. True. Yeah. 
white with sorry so it's really hard to debunk that frankly anyway now we can go to the end the end was like it was the end a long time you know yeah it, it was sure like was that the end a long big time. fight like a long time <laughs> and I was like wow this shark is resilient man he's big he's mean no barrel can hold him down you know or I guess bring him up is more the vibe <laughs> um but I just like I would never go in the shark cage. I'm sorry. I would just never. No, I'm, I say that now I maybe would go in a shark cage, but I would never go in that. Yeah, You shark said on 47 cage. meters down that you would 100% go in a shark. Cage. I would go in a shark cage. I would not go in that shark cage. That shark is way too big. I and would absolutely is breaking the boat. Never go in a shark cage. I would go on a, sh- a glass bottom boat to look at sharks. I would do that. Maybe Stay dry the whole time. I'd go in a shark cage, but I wouldn't go in that shark cage. That shark is psychotic. It is clear. I would go in They've that just shark had cage a three hour long circumstances. Fight Maybe. Yeah. 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 Not this circumstance, but you know, it's just, it is super funny that he immediately fucks up and drops the So spear. fast. Right. So, so immediately. Fu- immediately. One just big like, bonk and he is done for. It's over. It's over. And apparently he was supposed to die. Um, yeah, but I'm really glad that he didn't die. So we could have our cute brochacho swim at the end. Um, yeah, but and also because I think he's so cute. Yeah, he was supposed to die. Unless you want to say this. Do you want to? No, you go. You go. Okay. Um, he was supposed to die in the cage, and they like filmed a bunch of those underwater scenes, and they um had a little person in a miniature cage underwater because they obviously couldn't get a real 25 foot shark so they just had a regular shark and then sized down to scale (laughs) um and they were trying to get some of those shots and you see some of them I think in the finished version and then they had other shots with a dummy and they were trying to like entice the shark to attack the dummy and they just simply could not get the sharks to ever do it but what they could get is the sharks all tangled up in like the lines on the shark cage. So when you see the shots where the shark is really like thrashing around, that was a real shark that just got tangled up in the empty cage. Poor shark. Yeah, essentially they could not get the shot of Hooper (laughs) dying. And so they said, whatever, I guess he can live, which is why he's just like hiding off screen at the bottom of the ocean. God said he should live. Look, if you can't get the shot, maybe it's for a reason. Have you considered that? And they went, I guess not. Fine intervention. Mm -hmm. It's a shame his BF died. Um, And he does look sad when he pops back up at the end and then finds out. Um, But at least one of them survived to carry the memory of the other in their heart forever you know Quint's death is so fucked up too because like it felt avoidable he just like I didn't feel like the angle was so severe severe that he should be falling directly into the mouth so easily but you know he was super drunk <laughs> I didn't realize this and I don't know if it's true but IMDB trivia said the oxygen tank like falls on his hand or something and that's why he like loses his grip and goes slippy slidey which okay, is interesting because then it feels like the oxygen tank avenges him you know what I mean um is like oopsie my bad so sorry baby <laughs> um I will write this wrong 
Um, but yeah, I definitely did not get that. I was just like, well, there he goes. And what a fucking terrible way to die after After you have been through. And I had that thought and I wrote that in my notes and then IMDb trivia was like, they did that for peak tragedy. Because apparently he was going to die a different way initially. Um, and then they were like, no, let's make it as awful as we possibly can. Let's make it that where they a- eat the bottom half of him, just like the guy that he was talking about in his story, where they like went to check on his friend and it was only the top half. Oh, poetic, poetic, horrible, sad, bad, literally horrible. horrible <laughs> um, but. I mean, Brody is a baddie at the end of the day, you know, he's fighting his fears of the water in general. He's on a boat and he successfully blows up a 25 foot shark. Like who can say that? That's fucking sick. Like the exploding him is such a Spielberg move. Like it's so grandiose and it's so awesome. Like it's awesome. It is a great death. That's like, it was earned. You know what I mean? Which is the whole thing. We're going for a maximalist ending. Okay. Apparently, um, the author was really mad about that originally because I think the shark was supposed to die some other way, but I don't recall how. At oh, this the time. shark was supposed to die because it had been fucked up a bit, like quite a bit from all the things uh, that they've done to it. Oh. And then it's like about to kill Brody, but then it kind of just like dies. It's that's just dumb. like, oh, that uh, might be realistic, but uh, that's dumb. I'm glad they exploded uh, it. Um, it's like very anticlimactic. <laughs> it does like a dramatic last swoon where its lines are trailing off and then it goes alas i perish um or it opens its mouth really here. big to do a big chomp but instead a sigh comes out and it's like ah, you see one ah, air bubble float yeah. away to the surface that'd be kind of fun actually maybe not as good <laughs> as it been exploded blowed yeah, up apparently the author was like why are you exploding the shark that is so stupid and spielberg was was like they just watched a two-hour shark movie they're gonna eat up whatever we give them and an explosion rules um and he was right an explosion absolutely rules and you've been terrified of this shark for so long now and you just saw it eat the guy that most shouldn't have been eaten you know what i mean i think an explosion is fair game you gotta blow but i up. did have the same thought that somebody else had either working on the movie or on IMD trivia. Again, I'm so sorry. I don't have sources for any of this because there was so much on there and it was very overwhelming. Um, <laughs> and I was just glad I made it to the bottom of the page. But there was so much like bloody shark bits in the water at the end that I was like, isn't that going to attract more sharks? Um, and there was an idea pitched to have the exploded shark and then like other fins popping up in the water swimming nearby. Um, which I actually think would have been too sad, too sad. That would have been way too much. (laughs) And also so many sharks then. You can only really have one big predator. Actually, I don't know how shark family systems work. Maybe they actually love each other a lot. Well, that one was a rogue shark, so it doesn't make sense for it to have family nearby. um, Caroline said there was something wrong with that shark. So, you know. He's gone through something traumatic, okay? He wandered away from his family. That's why he's so distraught. Probably. It's like a Finding Nemo situation. We interrupted another iteration of Finding Nemo. Finding (laughs) Bruce. 
the third installment where was his dad why wasn't his dad more committed peace too while be wasted deep (laughs) i didn't say it right but i was close i Uh, pretty much nailed it thank you so much um i just love that they kind of like the boys just paddle home you know they just just float on their little floaties and they floaty all the way home and that's the end giggles and that's a little gay too they're like it is the, I wrote down that dialogue because I thought it was so silly. They're just like, what day is this? It's Wednesday. Oh, Tuesday, I think. I think the tides with us keep kicking. I used to hate the water. Can't imagine why. Like, they're so glib. They're so silly. Hee, hee, hee. We survived. Okay, baby. Like, that guy died and the whole ship went down. But I know. I, okay. I guess you got to laugh. You've you do. Laugh. You do got to laugh. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, one of the the videos of facts was like what was up with that inappropriate laughter at the end that was so weird and I was like they are hysterical they just had to blow up a shark to survive like they had to <sighs> explode it he like, had to be like smile you son of a bitch as they exploded it they were saying that like oh they're <laughs> he's basically like yeah Quint's dead and then they're like <laughs> it's not exactly <laughs> like that it's kind of close to that they have a exactly solemn like moment that. first a moment of respectful silence for but then they're like but it ain't yes. us <laughs> yeah look they deserve to have a giggle probably oh my god and that's just two so- giggles <laughs> three giggles maybe uh, they're, they got to pour out one giggle for their fallen homie. Yes, R.I.P. exactly. Yes. A little giggle for the homie. You got to do it. That's the best tribute is a little giggle. I hope you do a little giggle for me one day. If I go first. Will. <laughs> the second that you go, I'll do a little giggle. That's the timing you want, right? <laughs> right. Mm. Yikes. <laughs> Play Arms of the Angels by Sarah McLaughlin first, and, and then you can giggle. <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. It's horrifying to hear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how could this movie be gayer? They could kiss on the mouth. They could rub they chest hair. Kiss, all three. All three could kiss at once. All three together. I want more chest hair. <laughs> the argument is that chest hair Next is innately gay. Yeah. Apparently. No. Here's the thing. I I don't know about you, but if there is chest hair. I must rub it. And I just assume that that's how everybody else is. So if there's more chest hair on a small boat on the ocean, they're going to be rubbing each other. And that's what I want to see. I would like rubbing to see in too. general would be welcome. I don't have a, a lot of experience with chest hair. Um, well, Adam I is live a in a house so. filled with men. But <laughs> none of them have a single hair except for atop their heads. So. Adam and James are both baby seals. <laughs> Ew. I, I, sea lions are my favorite animals, so I guess that makes a lot of sense That's for me. Him. But, you know, if I see a furry chest someday, I'll be like, hey, do I have your consent to hey, feel it? Because uh... I've heard great things. <laughs> that's Um, so respectful of you to ask for consent i really think that's wonderful i want to have a gay scar cool scar competition i bumped my my chin when i was younger your turn i have a you have it's brunhilda brunhilda Brunhilda. my my collarbone scar which is literally like five inches long (laughs) 
I have a have this. bullet hole in my foot. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, my what? cousin, my cousin shot me in the foot with a BB gun when I was like 10. Cause we were, oh, but you said that was so hard. I've got a bullet <laughs> hole. Got a bullet <laughs> hole. She wanted to win the gay scar competition. Can you blame her? I mean, yeah, fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, she wins. Yeah, she wins. <laughs> you win. You win. Wow. Thank you for letting me live out my lifelong dream of having a gay scar competition. You're thank welcome. You Anything for you anytime. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we don't have to make it gay. They're already gay, and it's so sad to see that one member of the thruple is no longer with us. But the yeah, Hooper and Brody will live on in his honor for the rest. He of He does days. have a hot wife though, and his wife and he—they do have a lot of sexual chemistry, and they do. They talk, so he's are a bisexual very icon. Bisexual yeah. icon for they're awesome. Martin really Brody. Like her. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. she's a cutie. You Apparently, that was screw around. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's a fun role to cast, though, apparently, because one producer really wanted his wife to do that role. Um, and then the head of Universal Studios said, suck it, my wife is doing that role. Um, so that's how that happened. That's so funny. She slayed it. She was amazing. She did great. Yeah. The The next question is one that I'm always thinking about. Where would Matthew Lillard be in this film? Was uh, he alive in 75? Yes, he was yeah. five. He could have played. He was born um, in 70. Why do I? Th- I thought he was born in 75. I literally, I got to memorize it. Continue. He I'm sorry. Could have played the second child of Brody. Alex? The little. Yes. Yeah, the baby. Is that his name? Itty Bitty. Yeah, he definitely should have played Itty Bitty. A fun fact about Alex Kintner, um, Maddie Lily aside, is that. The lady who played Mrs. Kintner one time went to a seafood restaurant and saw that there was an Alex Kintner sandwich on the menu. And so she was like, oh, that's so funny. I played Mrs. Kintner, his mommy. And then the owner came running over to her and it was the actor who had played Alex Kintner, the son in the movie. Also, apparently people asked her to slap them a lot after this role. And also apparently she really slapped What's-His-Face like 17 times because she couldn't figure out how to fake a slap. So they said, just go for it. I love that. And she did. Good for her. Wow. It's beautiful. An it's icon. Beautiful thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But Maddie Lily would Maddie have done a great job. Maddie Lily would have been a fantastic small baby child who sat on a dock and looked cute. So, or he could have been one of. Role for him. Yeah. He could have been one of Martin Brody's sons. You know, there's two. There could have been three. We could just add in an extra one. You know what I mean? Here's another thought. When they remake this, he mm-hmm. will play Quint. The grizzled old seaman. Oh, the yeah. Seaman. Yeah. He would be wonderful in that role. I can see Does him he have grizzled. a wealthy amount of chest hair? Matthew Lillard, do you have chest hair? Let us know. Not in these pictures that I'm seeing on the internet, but who knows what was for a role and what was not, you know? He can wear a chest merkin. Yeah, fine. I'd be down for fine. That. Oh my god, makeup. Has also, far, he doesn't have okay? to have chest hair. He just has to stroke the other man's chest hair. No, he also exactly. has to have chest hair so they can stroke him back. Like that's how it works. Everybody and needs chest hair. Stroke two strokes. Yeah, like <laughs> so like you just sit there and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Monica, join Ooh. in. We're all- is this ASMR? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I can only imagine what this feels like. Truly no idea. <laughs> What's so fun is that anybody listening doesn't know what we're doing right now. 
So pretending this is really great that this is a podcast. Come to social media. We'll make sure to post this weird video of us stroking a ghost chest. Anyway, they're going to love it. <laughs> we talked about this already, the three of us, before we recorded. But the dumb bitch is the mayor. Oh, the dumb <laughs> bitch really is the mayor. It couldn't be anybody else. There's nobody else. else. He, and when he is like all freaked out, like oh my god and he's like catatonic in the hospital and brody's like about to punch his lights out i was like fucking kill him this is the time this is the time that you do the gag stab that's the time for the gag stab he's in a hospital so he'll be able to recover but he'll never forget and he'll never underestimate a shark again there you go He's a fucking. He probably will. I hate him. He probably will underestimate a shark again. (laughs) And then I'll get eaten by it, and then we don't have to deal with his dumb ass. There's Jaws two through four, apparently, which I literally always forget about. Apparently, Jaws four is like one of the widely regarded as one of the worst movies ever, um, which is fun because Jaws is widely regarded as one of the best movies ever. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, What's I don't more feel like I'm really watching any of those. I'm uh, a little curious though now, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, what's the sequel? The mayor is stupid again because that shark got exploded unless it's dad comes it? because the dad was looking for him finding Nemo style and the dad's 27 feet. Are the same people in it? I don't know. That's oh my not God, my it came out know. for years later they could be in it oh my probably God. not though no i'm gonna here's he a fun is. fact who is the mayor's in it and so is yeah. brody oh my goodness oh my god but hooper's not in it so what's the point what's the point um, there's no point a fun fact about this movie unrelated to anything that we're talking about other than the end of the film um is that the crew really wanted to do a fun little prank on Steven Spielberg at the end um, and throw him into the water to celebrate finishing filming because this filming experience was such a slog um, because it was supposed to be like 50 days of filming and it ended up being like 160 days of filming. Um, And, you know, they just had like so many problems left and right. And so to really try and dissuade everyone, apparently, oh, that's actually a really good use of that word because what I'm going to say next is he wore a bunch of like suede um, in his outfit and like leather or something so that he would be like, you can't get me wet. My clothes will be ruined. Um, But also he still didn't risk it. And as soon as they had the last shot lined up, he like hopped on a special boat he had arranged that took him to shore so that he could fly to Los Angeles and be gone. He said, you finished wrap up without me. You guys have got it from here. I'm away. No fucking fun. Apparently he jumped into the boat. Wait. This is fun. Apparently he jumped into the boat and comma as it sped off, comma shouted, that's a wrap. I shall not return. So, so he that was like, fun. so long, suckers. That's I shall what not you're return. Saying. Yeah. Um, I read a lot of nightmares. And he slept on a waterbed and it made him scared because it was like being on a boat. 
I mean, and water beds are just bad for your back. So I would also get. But he was 28. So maybe his back was fine at the time. He was he was a youngin in these days. I had a friend who had one when we were like little and that shit like fucked my ass up. I was like 10. There is okay, no support on a waterbed. I know this is like so important to be talking about waterbeds, but I'm interrupting this PSA about waterbeds to talk about Jaws 3D. Um, Tell me more. I have been uh, IMDb searching the other films just to understand a little bit about what's going on. We're skipping Jaws 2. I don't care. Jaws 3D came out in 83. Um, Lots of threes going on. The tagline here says the third dimension is terror, which I love. Um, and this is the this is the uh, little log line here on IMDb. A giant 35 foot shark is 10 feet bigger um, becomes trapped in a sea world theme park. <gasps> and it's up to the sons of chief of police Brody to rescue everyone. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. Wait, who is starring in the film? It's Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid plays Mike Brody, the son of Brody. We gotta watch it. We watch it. Maybe we do do Shrekky Weeks. This sounds amazing. Sorry, Final Destination 3. Y'all have to wait. (laughs) We're going straight into Shark 3D. The third dimension is terror. Oh my God. I'm euphoric. Anyway, it's probably so bad, but will I be watching it? Absolutely. Anyway, what, what's our other segment? Do we have another one? Oh, yeah, knives out of fives. <laughs> Monica's just missing all the segments these last couple of weeks. Okay, well, I got, I didn't forget Maddie Lily this time, so I'm getting a little bit better, but sorry, can you blame me? I'm having hyper, I'm having heart palpitations after hearing about Dennis Quaid in Jaws 3D. There's a lot to take in, it's a lot to process. <laughs> Leah Thompson is also in Jaws 3D too. From Switched at Birth? Yeah. But big, probably big star-studded cast. It has an Back 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm watching it. Wow, anyway. I'm intrigued. <laughs> You're selling me on this project. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, before we review Jaws 3D, <laughs> what did people think about Jaws, the OG? <laughs> Compared to Jaws 3D's 11% on Rotten Tomatoes, and this movie, I'll go a little bit backwards, it has a 98% fresh from critics, which super high, um, yep. and then it has 90% fresh from audiences. On IMDb, it has 8.1 out of 10, and it won three Oscars, one for best sound, one for best film editing, and one for best music slash original score. It was also nominated for best picture, but did not win. Um, and it won, most importantly, the 1976 People's Choice Awards for favorite motion picture. Very important. Yeah, very important. The people need to speak. The people Thank need you. to be heard. Okay, well, we didn't even talk about the music, so I'll say that as part of my review for this. The music fucking slaps. Apparently, Steven Spielberg thought it was a joke at first. I don't understand that. In John Williams' face, like a bitch. Um, He didn't spit in his face, but he was like, ha ha, that's a funny joke, John. Where's the real song? Okay, sometimes minimalism is great. You have a maximalist ending with the explodey shark. We have minimalist music, and it's beautiful, so let us have this. Um, but like, isn't it crazy that John Williams wrote the theme songs for sharks everywhere for the rest of time? 
and it also is pretty impressive that's big me sneaking up to people unsuspectedly biting them <laughs> too <laughs> Mm, yes that thing that thing that sydney does i am a biter (laughs) it's iconic it's super iconic i mean this movie is iconic it started so many things it had so many firsts um like it made people afraid of sharks that's a bad thing i would say that's a bad thing um (laughs) it was the first shark blockbuster that's a bad thing it was the first blockbuster that's a good thing i guess that's exciting Ben said that, and I had read that on the IMDb trivia, but then he said it was like literally people lining up down the blocks had never happened before. And I was like, that's where that term comes from. It had never occurred to me to question it before. Me either. So thank you, Benjamin, for educating us. I didn't think about that till now. Isn't that interesting? That connection? Blockbuster. Isn't that Busted when you that find out block. why words are words and then you're like, fuck. Oh, um, anyway. Word. When you really think about it like, oh, dishwasher, it washes my dishes. So literal. But anyway, um, the other thing that this movie did, what was it? Hold on. Give me one second. Pause. I had a thought. I had such a good plan for what I was going to say in my review and I forgot it all because I was thinking <laughs> my mind got so blown by Blockbuster. <laughs> I'm gonna keep all this in. No, don't. <laughs> this is wait music. Hold this is music. not helping me <laughs> think, Chelsea. Oh, excuse me. Everybody silent for Monica. Monica's thinking. I really try so hard. Listeners, we gotta be quiet for Monica to think. Shut we up. Shut you up. have to cut this out. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. It's gone on for too long. I can't, I can't think at all. <laughs> okay, uh, Chelsea, would you like to give your thoughts so Monica can think? No, I want to keep thoughts. waiting for Monica to come up with whatever she was going to. <sighs> Shall I run through every single piece oh, of Oh, I remembered. I remembered. <laughs> I remembered, and it's worth it, okay? Monica this was like, Chelsea the- cannot steal my thunder. I must get it back. Okay, I remembered the thing. Thank you. The threat of Chelsea talking. I'm kidding. I'm talking. <laughs> you should have seen the look on her face. Okay, really? no, I remember. I remember. I remember. I was just, it was just a joke. Um, <laughs> this movie apparently created the villain POV trope. Like it created that because they couldn't shoot a lot of shit of Bruce the shark. They like did a lot of shark o vision, a la snake o vision from Anaconda, um, and so that like started that whole thing. Like this was the first villain POV. They say it's Halloween or whatever the fuck, or maybe it was Black Christmas. Where that? Yeah, it was Black Christmas. Um, oh, that came out in seventy four. But wow. animals. Waited all this time for that. Oh my god, I got lied to. Sorry. Um, they did invent sorry. a bunch of stuff though. They like made a glass case for like the camera to go in the water and be partially submerged to film those shots. And they yeah. are like they have this zoom that they do that's like the reverse of the Hitchcock zoom, basically, but it got dubbed like the Jaws zoom, where it's like yeah. in Hitchcock, they I don't know which was is which, but in one of them, they're zooming in as the camera's pulling back. And then the other one, they're zooming out as the camera's moving forward. Um, and one was in Vertigo to be like, spooky, scary, heights, scary. And then the other one is in this to be like, there's something in the water. 
So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an incredibly groundbreaking film. Um, yeah. It's too long. And I got bored in the middle of it because it was no longer a horror movie and it turned into an adventure movie. That said, I loved it still. It's fantastic. I'm going to give it like a 4.8 because it's not my favorite and it damaged the shark community. <laughs> it deserves to pay reparations for that. I should give it lower than that, but it's just so good. You know, besides the whole, it led to the deaths of thousands of sharks thing. It led to a whale getting like beaten to death on a beach. So that's that is horrible. Not I even did not know that. Shark. Wow. Yeah. I'm absolutely very upset to hear I'm that. I'm sorry. <laughs> with your review. <laughs> I hate that piece of knowledge that I now have. <laughs> My bad. I didn't make it up though. So I don't really actually feel it's like your fault. Take it's not your fault. I'm yeah. just angry. You don't need to take responsibility. You're rightfully so. You didn't righteous anger. Well, did you? <laughs> I would Chelsea was the one who beat up the whale actually look I could take a whale probably alive since 1975 and she beat a (laughs) whale to death in response to Jaws that's why she looks so young and beautiful because she traded a life of the whale bathe in whale blood to stay young and fresh and hot horrifying horrifying (laughs) what do you think about this movie Chelsea (laughs) think that I also watched it in segments um because I had seen it before but it had been a while um so I was surprised by some parts and I was like oh yeah um like I totally forgot about the doc part and that moment is so good and so fun um I think that it is long in the sense that when I started the movie and saw that it was two hours I was like that's too many um but I was very much along for the ride in the middle of it. So in that sense, I was like very much rolling with the punches, but I was microdosing the film a little bit. Um, I, I do think it's just like really, really good. I don't know why the adventure theme was there. It felt a little Indiana Jones in the middle. Um, exactly. Yeah. Right. That was the vibe. And it's like, okay, that is. I keep mocking the music that they use during that part. And I sing the Indiana Jones theme song because I can't remember. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have to do Indiana Jones one day for Tuesday. Indiana Very Jones. Down. Oh, it was John Williams who did Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's out here putting in the work, but oh. sometimes a little crossover, it seems. Um, that said, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great, I think it's a really wonderfully done movie. I do care about all of the characters. I like all of the in-between bits. I think tonally the music was weird, but other than that, I thought it was fine. Um, I think that they should have kissed on the mouth. So I am going to dock point one points for no kisses. Um, but I would also give it like a four point eight five maybe I think I think it's a classic for a reason and I think it very much holds its ground and despite everything that went wrong so much went right as it turns out because I think if they had made the original movie they set out to make it would not have been as amazing as it turned out to be I agree they really rolled with the punches in a um successful way I think I agree Sydney what do you think I like this movie but I refuse to give points other than like point fives or whole numbers I don't know why okay uh, it's your prerogative baby it is 
This movie is long. It does get a little boring. There isn't that much shark, but <laughs> my favorite thing is um, it's great to watch with people. Know what I mean? Like mm, mm-hmm. so much oh, fun totally. to watch. Wow, um, my family and I. It came, it was like on for Fourth of July. So after we'd been like in the lake all day, we were like eating dinner and watching Jaws, and everything that was happening, we were like, ooh, ah, oh, my. we were like interacting and engaging. <laughs> and one day, I will go to one of the Jaws watching parties where they like put it on a big screen. <laughs> And you sit in like a float, not in the ocean, yeah. but like in a lake. And one day I will do that. Or that I will so host it fun. at my house. <laughs> I just remembered Dream. another piece of trivia that I thought was fun. You know, the little boy that um, does the fake shark out fin thing. And then it's not a real shark. Oh my God, I was so mad at him. Yes. Yeah. Um, apparently he grew up to be a cop and one of the crimes that he responded to was somebody doing a fake shark attack like that karma just a fun full that circle sounds so fake to me moment. but i believe you because you said it but it sounds well so i believe insane. everything that's on imdb trivia except there was one thing on imdb trivia that was like the gray stormy skies you see are the background on the universal law and then somebody else was like no that's the fourth movie um, so some people are on there telling lies, you know. Anyway, so this could be a lie. This... Research for yourself. Jonathan Surly. I just found it. Anyways, I give this a 4.5 out of 5. 4.5. I think that it is very fair. I'm very, very fair. Um, and that's Jaws, baby. The OG <laughs> shark. Sharky movie. one week. Sharky, Sharky one, one week. week. Unless we say fuck it and we skip Jaws 2 and go straight to Jaws 3D for next week. We're not doing that. But you uh, want to know not doing that. what other third movie we're doing next week? We're staying on that 3-3, three, three, baby. It's you. I already it's said you, it earlier, Kelsey. but oh, is it me? You're introducing <laughs> it. <laughs> my moment. I step into the spotlight. Um, yeah, next week. We are doing arguably, actually not at all arguably, definitively the best Final Destination movie. It is Final Destination 3. Everybody knows. It's Final Destination 3. Um, I'm so excited to revisit it because it's so fun. And I first watched it because I was in my The End phase, if you're familiar with The End from my Degrassi era. And Alex Johnson of Instant Star fame is in IMD or Final Destination 3. Um, and so it's just, you know, the tops. Um, it also has Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Ugh, she has never done anything wrong with her love. life. We love her. Oh, so. She's so hot. Also, um, we have to say it. It's Final Destination Summer, baby. Okay. It's Final it's Destination happening. Summer. We're like we're at the height of su- summer. We're at the height of the Final Destination series, right? We're They're at the peak because there's only two the more. Day. I know we're midway through already. Be fucking Christ, this summer is going by fast. Time passes. That's the scariest thing of all: the slow march of time. Um, but why not, you know, take that theme, your impending doom, final destination, a final destination haiku review would be something that I would love to see. Imagine doing that and somehow incorporating Sydney into it 
And then she has it as a tramp stamp for the rest of her life. We didn't decide on where she'd get the tattoo, but she said she'd do it. Um, so the haiku review is still out there. There's a very high prize for doing a good one. Okay. Forever being on Sydney's body. You Here's don't have to a actually hot get a tattoo, babe. You really don't have to get the tattoo, babe. No, she has to. <laughs> um, Final Destination 3, that's seven syllables. So mm. you've got the middle line of your haiku. Oh, my God. Build around it. Chelsea's doing the work for you, okay? Build so around it. You've got no excuse. Also, we're so close to 100 reviews. We're so close. Help us get there, please. Thank you. Anyway, why not follow us on on our social media at, blah, 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 on our social media as well? You might not know this, but uh, we went viral this week. So yeah, uh, go on TikTok, look at the video. It is now hidden from public view because it was marked <laughs> as uh, like harmful for viewers. But whatever, it's and it was. it was it harmful was harmful for viewers. It so that, was. That's it was. Fair. But we have a horror podcast, and so they are targeting us, and it's not fair. Um, but follow us on TikTok and instagram and twitter all at spooky underscore tuesday or also spooky tuesday pod on facebook and tumblr and spooky tuesday on letterboxd and we have that one youtube video don't you ever forget it thank you for listening bye spooky bye want to get drunk and fool around oh yeah Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara, and our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore omg.